Hey, so this is a bonus episode. I actually did a YouTube live and I wanted to share it with you as well. So um, we have a brand new course and it's called the Managing Diabetes, Hypertension, and CKD Review Course. And uh, it's just, it's turned out so great. So this episode um, we're talking about on this live, I'm just giving some background information about where the course came from, what's involved, and um, yeah, I'd love to share it with you as well. So just a couple of quick details. Um, you can find all the details over at realworldnp.com slash courses. However, a couple of quick details to share. So it comes with 10 hours of continuing education credit, 10.35 to be exact. Um, and that's accredited through AANP, which is also valid for ANCC accredited NPs, FYI. Um, but yeah, it also comes with 2.8 hours of continuing education in pharmacology. Um, and it comes with cheat sheets and downloads and just so many, so many great things. So if you're interested, listen on. Um, if it's not your cup of tea, feel free to pass on this one. If you want to find out more details um, and sign up, if it's a good match for you, head over to realworldmp.com courses. Hi there. Hi, Vanessa. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, how wonderful. Um, so I'm going to wait just a minute or two and see if some people trickle in. Um, but pretty much what we're going to do is just have a little chat about the new diabetes, hypertension, and CKD course. Um, so if you have any specific questions, drop them in the chat. Um, and if you're watching this later on replay, um, same thing goes for you or send us a message at support at realworldnp.com. Um, I have to say, I get a little bit nervous for live videos. <laughs> just going to put that out there. Um, I don't really have anything like super formal prepared. I just wanted to talk a little bit about where the course came from, what's involved and, um, yeah, answer any questions that people have. So, um, so yeah, we recently released the brand new diabetes, hypertension, and CKD course. And, um, where it came from is that I've had real world NP since 2019. So just turned three years old, which is fantastic. Um, and since that time I've been mentoring, um, new nurse practitioners. So, uh, first I did one-on-one, -on -one, um, and then I did group settings where it was like me and a group, a small group of people with our co-mentor, Brianna, um, with Real World NP, but I've also been mentoring and teaching students and new grads for my whole career. So um, one of the things I noticed, like number one, the first struggle of brand new grads is lab interpretation. So that's why the lab interpretation crash course exists, because that was like absolutely number one demand. Um, but what I noticed is that so many of my conversations with my mentees, both through Real World, Real World NP, but also just in real life. Regular life is real, but regular life um, uh, revolved around those three main conditions that we see in primary care, diabetes, hypertension, and CKD, which usually comes together as a package. And so, um, so yeah, so I felt, I feel like with, with those three conditions, we start with some foundations in school where it's like, okay, what diabetes medications are out there? What are the guidelines saying? And I just remember, especially for me, when I was a new grad, it was like, oh my gosh, that is just so much information. And like, I'm memorizing them, trying to keep them straight. Even though I worked as a nurse um, in the hospital setting, it was just a lot. And then when it came to hypertension, I just, I felt the same thing. I felt like I was constantly like, okay, looking up this med, what about this med? Wait, what do I do next? Like, it was just very scattered and all over the place. And then there's the other issue of like guidelines and how guidelines change over time. 
And then thirdly, when it came to CKD, I kind of felt like when I graduated, I'll just speak from my own experience that it was like, whoa, like I feel like I know not enough to feel comfortable at all. Um, and a lot of the feedback that I hear from newer grads is like, I, um, I feel like I'm just watching CKD get worse. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, I feel like I'm trying to help them. Um, and it's like, I just, this so much discomfort and unease with managing patients with CKD and just kind of feeling this like, oh gosh, like, I'm just like, I'm not helping them. Like, what am I supposed to do here? So yeah, so a lot of our conversations um, with my mentees, and even from when I've asked the community of Real World MP what the struggles are with those three conditions, a lot of the answers came down to resources. So there's kind of like different layers of managing these three chronic conditions. So one is like, what is the foundational pieces of information that we must know about these three conditions? I always start my teaching with the foundations. Like let's, let's draw back the most relevant, concise pathophysiology. Um, and then we'll talk about, um, you know, how this relates to like why it's important, right? Like one of the things I super love about real world MP and teaching in this setting versus other settings is that, and even just medicine in general, actually, is like when you learn a thing, it's not just learning something for a test, it's learning for application. So anyway, that's that's the way it all starts. Foundational, pathophys, why do we care? What's important? What's relevant, right? Like get to the point here, right? So starting with that stuff and then building from there of like, okay, so here's why we care. Here's what to think about, right? Here are what the guidelines say, the most current guidelines, because those change feels like all the time. Um, and just like more familiarity with the medications, the standards of care, when to follow up with patients, um, complications to watch out for. Um, yeah, pretty much that's, that's like the whole, the whole focus. I mean, I think that when people wrote in and when I've worked with people kind of like in regular life too, it's, it's sort of like, well, where do I go from here? So there's like a one level of found, like there's a baseline of foundational knowledge that we must know based on the pathophys, based on the conditions, based on the pharmacology. And then from there, there's another step of like, how do I incorporate all that foundational knowledge with my resources into clinical practice, right? Because I think unfortunately, um, fortunately or unfortunately, right? Like it's a beautiful thing once we get there, but I think at first it's really, really hard to develop our own clinical judgment. Um, so that's like the other layer of it. It's like not just where, what, what foundational stuff can we learn about and read about to feel more comfortable with these conditions? But then from there, like how do we start trusting ourselves, making those decisions, especially applying to more tricky situations where patients have like multiple comorbidities or where they have multiple sensitivities to medications or allergies or adverse reactions? And um, we need to think about all of those pieces together. So yeah, so that's pretty much that's pretty much where we're at. So with the diabetes, hypertension, and CKD course, where it starts is it's basically covering those three conditions. We go through all of the topics in the exact same way. So we start with again that foundational piece of like, what do we need to know? Like, give me the must knows, some important pathophys, important statistics, and let's just jump in from there. And then we talk about um, the standards of care assessment, diagnosis, right? Um, uh, the management principles, all the pharmacology, um, and then the tricky situations that can also come up in the context, right? So let's talk about diabetes for a sec. So with diabetes, we talk about all those foundational pieces. We talk about um, uh, 
uh, the assessment and diagnosis piece, right? So, so many questions I get are about like, what's the difference between, how do you, how do you diagnose the difference between type one, type two, one and a half, LADA, stuff like that. What about prediabetes? Um, what about DKA and HHS? Like, how do I know which is which, right? Um, or like, what is like the worst case scenario with those things, right? And then from there, it's like, well, what are the guidelines telling us to do? What are those like standard things that we have to hit when it comes to our diabetes visits, right? What do we talk about? When to follow up with them? Um, what other kind of health related things do we need to know? And then we get really into the management principles, which is so fun. Um, so especially with diabetes, we talk about um, the question that I get is kind of like, where do I go after metformin, right? And I think that's how we all kind of think of it. I don't know. I, I, that's, I feel like I hear that all the time. And that's how I felt before. I felt a lot more comfortable with diabetes is like, okay, I know we have to start with metformin. I know a lot of people are on sulfonylureas. There's a lot of fancy medications out there. Uh, where do I go, right? And so we really get into what do the guidelines say? What is the step by step by step by step? A1C is this, start with this, go to this, go to this, go to this, go to this, right? And then we do a deep dive on all the pharmacology, right, in the classes. And I promise it's actually like really fun. It's like not dry and boring like most pharmacology things are. Um, no offense to pharmacology people, but um, but yeah. And then we also talk about insulin, right? We talk about non-insulin medications, injectables, oral medications, like all the main ones in primary care. Um, and then um, we get into insulin, how to start it, how to titrate it, how to titrate off of it, how to manage hypoglycemia. Um, and then we talk about like why to use, why and why not to use each medication class. Um, we talk about cost and we talk about cost related things to help um, because we know the real world is different than a textbook, fortunately or unfortunately. Um, yeah. And then the, at the very end of the diabetes module, specifically, we talk about diagnosing what well, we are talked about diagnosis of prediabetes, but how to manage prediabetes and then how to manage DKA and HHS, diabetic ketoacidosis, hyperosmolar, hypo, hyperosmolar hyperglycemic syndrome. Um, and where we go from there, like what that looks like in the clinic, those worst case scenarios, when to refer to the ER, when to manage in house, how to manage them, things like that. Um, um, hey there, just looking to see what um, uh, everybody here. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so that's the diabetes module. So there's two, there's actually three other modules. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it brief, but just to like kind of explain the situation here. So next one is hypertension. So with hypertension, same thing. So same structure the whole way through. And I try to use this repetition to really help with um, learning easier. So it's like, okay, I know that this is the framework that I'm going to be learning this condition in, right? So what are the what are the things we must know about hypertension, how it works, and why that's important, right? Not just like fluff, like extra whatever nonsense. It's like, to the point, why do I care? Um, very pragmatic, very practical. And it's directly related to the medication choices, things like that, the, the holistic care of patients with hypertension, right? Um, next, we talk about um, assessment and diagnosis. So things like first, uh, primary hypertension versus secondary drugs related to hypertension, um, resistant hypertension, whole bunch of that stuff. Um, next we get into standards of care again. What are the guidelines telling us we need to do like in these visits, when to follow up, what other care those patients need, things like that. Next, we get into uh, management principles, which is really the core guidelines of like what medicine, what medicine, how do I treat hypertension? in like a very like holistic foundational way of like, where do we go? Where do we start? What do we take next? Um, and we talk about um, pharmacology is a big part of the management piece. So like what medicine do you use first, second, third, fourth? 
And then we get into those more quote unquote fancy ones. So I want to pause and say with hypertension, a lot of the time, what I see with, with um, newer clinicians and honestly, even myself, like I feel like when I first got into medicine, it's just been like slowly working my way deeper and deeper and like feeling more comfortable um, with my knowledge base. And so I felt like I've always felt a little bit comfortable with all the more quote unquote fancy meds, but I just really did this like full deep dive. I'm like, okay, why do we need spironolactone? What do we need to think about with that medicine, right? A plerinone, spironolactone, um, uh, clonidine, hydralazine, like all of those. You, I think a lot of us are familiar with the foundational pieces of like where to start, but then to really understand it, especially as a new grad, it's so different going from classroom to like in real life. And then um, where do you go from those next places? Um, and one of the things that came up when I taught this live a couple months ago was when it came to hypertension, um, it's really challenging because um, quickly with hypertension, what can happen is that you want to start talking about all of cardiology, right? Um, because it's not just about the blood pressure. We have patients who have AFib, a flutter, um, heart block, heart failure, heart failure with reju reduced ejection fraction and preserved ejection fraction, coronary artery disease, history of MI, things like that, right? So um, so that's a really tricky part. We do address those some of those comorbidities, but I do have to say like that's like the one disclaimer I want to make for people who are like farther along in their years of practice. If you're looking specifically for guidance for those really complex cardiovascular patients, um, I only have some of those pieces in there because it just... I could not pack it all in <laughs> as much as I would like to, but I would really like to get into those like extra complicated patients later on. I kind of just made the executive decision of like, you know what, I think it's most important to cover the really strong foundational pieces of like all those first line meds, plus those extra most common ones in primary care um, and get really comfortable with those. Because quite honestly, when you get to those more complicated states, you really need to have those core pieces down. So anyway, so we go through all the pharmacology of all those classes, why we would choose them, why not to choose them, cost considerations, comorbidity and uh, demographic considerations, like why you would choose for one person over another. Um, and then we talk about those um, subtopics, right? So in diabetes, it's prediabetes and DKA and HHS. And for this, it's resistant hypertension. So when you have patients on three or more medications, four or more medications, how to work them up, when to refer them out, what treatments they might need, and um, hypertensive urgency, of course. Um, that's a huge question of like, how do I manage this in clinic? How do I assess it? How do I treat it? Things like that. Let me know if you have any questions. Um, feel free to pop them in. I'm just kind of giving an overview, depending on when you got here, of kind of what we're talking about in the course. Um, and then this will be available, of course, uh, to watch another time too. Um, if you have to pop off or you came late. Um, and then um, that's hypertension. And then CKD, the way that the CKD module works is actually we have another kind of like beep module in there that's actually a prerequisite for CKD. Um, and it's the renal lab interpretation module. So um, this is like my favorite part. I mean, I love renal. Um, so uh, so I have to give that as a disclaimer, but I have to say the reason I love renal is because I actually understand it now and it took me a really long time to get there. And so my hope is that for you, if you decide to join us in this course, or if you've already joined us and you're just hanging out, amazing. Um, uh, this is just like chef's kiss, my favorite one, like, mwah. 
Um, because uh, I feel like that it feels really scary to think about somebody with an elevated GFR, or sorry, decreased GFR, elevated creatinine and BUN, and you're just like, okay, what do I do, right? And and it's kind of like pretty uncomfortable. And and I think that one of the main takeaways that I have about renal lab interpretation is that it's not just about BUN, creatinine, and GFR. Um, it is, but it's also about a bunch of other things, right? So what we talk about in that module specifically is those labs, BUN, GFR, and creatinine. Um, we also talk about urinalysis, urine dipstick and urinalysis, because those are actually really crucial um, when it comes to everything renal. Um, we also talk about urine protein, urine protein to creatinine ratio, urine microalbumin, when to order it, how to interpret it, when to refer, who to refer to. Um, there's another renal thing in there. We talk about, um, we talk a little bit about renal ultrasound. It's not a lab, but it is relevant when it comes to the workup of underlying renal conditions. So we talk a little bit about how to order that, some of the results you might see, things like that. I'm trying to look at the other renal interpretation. Um, there's like less lessons in there, but it's really hardy. So um, there's, there's just, there's just a, a bunch to know. So um, and yeah, and, and the next one is the CKD lesson, right? And uh, uh, in CKD, what we start with, again, same thing, foundational pieces, like what is the pathophys of CKD? Why do we care? Why is it important, right? Practical learning. Uh, and then we talk about standards of care. We talk about um, how to assess and diagnose CKD and what the differences are and like why we care about urine protein and what we want to look at when it comes to the labs and like why this all matters, right? Um, um, and then that module is a little bit different. So when it comes to CKD and primary care management, really our main role is to do assessment, diagnosis, um, figure out when to refer, when the appropriate time is to refer, what labs and tests we need to do, what we need to monitor. Um, so really, instead of pharmacology in that section, we really focus on complications um, because the main piece of CKD is like, how do I know what the complications are? How do I assess for them? And how do I manage them? So we talk a bit about in terms of the specifics, right? Anemia CKD is a really big one. It's like how to work that up, how to manage that. Um, and we talk about like all the other complications. And it's really from the perspective of like, you are a primary care provider. If you have a person with CKD who needs interventions on their complications, typically at that point, they really should see nephrology. And you may see in your primary care practice, like, oh, okay, I need to continue to, um, prescribe their, um, you know, the, the calcium emetics or the phosphate binders or something like that, but you're probably not going to be the person initiating that. And I absolutely, as a mentor would not recommend that as a new grad. So, um, so that's the context of that. So we do talk about medications, but not in that deep dive way where we talk about the other ones, because it's really like, we're not the main prescribers in primary care, but we do need to feel really comfortable with assessing and managing complications in collaboration with nephrology. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Oh, huge part of the CKD module is how to manage diabetes and CKD and how to manage hypertension in CKD, right? Because once you've introduced that um, complication, right, those, those, um, those friendly diagnoses, things change, right? And so we do, we do a real focus, right? So it's really important to start with hypertension first, diabetes, whichever one you want to do. But once you add CKD in there, you just say like, what, what changes, right? What medic medications are appropriate? What medications for hypertension specifically are for CKD, right? Um, uh, 
Yeah. And what are the considerations? Like, so we talk a lot. So I'm, I am a nerd. We've established this, but, um, I, uh, really love the module about hypertension and CKD because it talks about diuretics. And I remember, especially as a brand new grad, but even as an experienced provider, quite honestly, like I felt so uncomfortable with prescribing diuretics, um, how to titrate them. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, it's more of an art than a science, but there's like a lot of guidance about like what diuretics to choose and like what dose and how to titrate them. And, um, fun stuff like that. So, um, so I am a huge fan. So that is the general summation of the course. There's a couple other things that I want to say though. So one is that if you've heard of the lab interpretation course or you're in it right now, the way we have that is, um, it's dripped out over time. We are doing some revamps, so we'll, we'll, we'll make it more accessible whenever, but, um, this course is a choose your own adventure adventures of medicine. So the, what that means is that you can choose any module at any time to start with. So you kind of sit down, do the diabetes thing, let that mull over for a little bit, take your time, do the hypertension one or start with the CKD one. You probably, it's not locked, but you really should, you really need to understand the CKD, the, sorry, the renal lab interpretation module before you do CKD. Cause I'm just going to talk as if you've already watched it. So it's not locked, but I do recommend you watch that first. Um, but yeah, so you get to choose your own adventure. And um, similar to the lab interpretation crash course, it is A&P accredited. It's got 10.35 hours of continuing education with 2.8 pharmacology, which is really nice because that can be hard to find and also can be very dry. I, I believe that this is not as dry as your typical pharmacology course. And I think people would corroborate that inside the course already. But um, but yeah, so it comes with continuing education. Um, it comes with all the algorithms, when to worry cheat sheets, um, and like quick reference cheat sheets to keep at your desk. And they are like so beautiful. So I actually have more of a team now than I ever used to. I used to do all the things myself. So um, I have a team and like the cheat sheets that uh, my team member made are just like better than I could have ever dreamed of. So I am in love with them. Um, but yeah, it's got all the resources there. Um, it's got medication cheat sheets. It's got the cheat sheets of like what to diagnose, like, like the, you know, the key things you want to see in primary care. Um, one of the things that I got for feedback for the digital NP binder, which is another product of ours, but basically they're cheat sheets, right? I do cheat sheets in the same way, whether it's in the binder, whether it's in the courses, things like that. And somebody gave me the feedback of like, you know what, this feels like an NP mentor friend gave this to me. And that's what like, and that just is like, I just love that so much because that's really what I'm going for. And that's what I hope that we can provide. So, um, so yeah, so those, those are in there, the medication stuff, tables, quick references. That is my dog. Sorry. She's got a bad cough. <laughs> Um, what other things? Oh, how could I forget? Okay. So this live, this live round. So it's a pre-recorded self-paced lifetime access does not expire. So you take it at your own pace, whether it's like in a weekend or like I take my time over months and months, right? Like, or years, right? Whatever. You can go back to it and reference it. There will be updates whenever we update the content, no extra cost. And, um, and then the bonus version this time, if you sign up before October 7th, um, which is next this Friday, this Friday, um, we actually have two bonus live calls, which I'm so excited about. So the first one was, is with Brianna. So Brianna is our newest team member on real world MP, although she's been with us for almost six weeks now. So it's, 
not so new anymore, but she is absolutely phenomenal. Um, she's an NP mentor and she works in the FQHC setting and she has seven years of NP experience. And she and I led a small group of mentorship program earlier this year. And she's just amazing. So she and I are going to be doing a live call. And what we're going to do is we're going to collect patient cases. So if you join before that time, and if you'd like to participate, um, you can submit your patient cases. We will absolutely address as many as we can, depending on how many people submit it. Um, we could get to all of them. We could get to some of them. But we'll try to choose cases that are representative for like that next level, like I kind of said before, of like there's the resources, the foundational pieces of information, the pharmacology we need to know, the guidelines we need to know. But then there's the application piece of like how do I apply this to this actual tricky case in front of me, right? So she and I will do that, and that's an hour call extra bonus will be recorded, but you can participate live and submit some cases. And then the other one is the following week is an extra bonus call. And this is with a nurse practitioner named Megan. And so Megan is also a gem uh, of a human and she's a nurse practitioner who specializes in diabetes care. Um, and we actually did an interview on the channel. If you haven't watched that, I highly recommend it. Um, but she just knows it feels like everything about diabetes there ever was to know. Um, and so what we're also going to do is take cases um, and talk about them. The other benefit uh, of having this lovely guest instructor this time um, is that she also has a previous experience and degree as a registered dietitian. So um, it will be hard to keep that to an hour because I feel like I'm going to want to ask her all the things myself in addition to all the people wanting to ask the things. So um, the course is $397, similar to the lab course. There is also a payment payment plan over three months, um, but it does have continuing education credit. I know not everybody gets continuing education benefits from their um, workplace, but that's our hope. Our really sincere hope is that um, everybody can use their benefits or can, can negotiate some benefits when they get a job too, because you really deserve that support, um, to be able to maintain your license. It's just part of our job. So we really should get, um, supported with that from our employers. So, um, so yeah, so those are all my thoughts. I think, um, I'm going to look and see if there's any questions here. Um, in the course, will there be a reference that we can go back to after the course? Yep, absolutely. Well, if you want to clarify, Martha, what you mean by a reference, um, what I'm interpreting that question to be is, um, can we go back in and, and reaccess everything? And the answer is yeah. So it doesn't expire. So it's the format is video and audio um, through a platform streaming. We are working on transcripts and audio downloads. We don't have that yet. But yeah, all the cheat sheets, you can download those. And whenever there are updates, similar to all the products and services that we have, we send notifications as we update them. So, so yeah, is it similar to the lab course, which is at your own pace? Yep. Yep. So Jessica, so when you first start, there is an introduction welcome lesson that really talks about some foundations um, of, of information that's important to know for all the modules instead of repeating myself all the way through, like Let's just start with a welcome foundations module. Um, and one core piece, it, like my main goal for that was to address a lot of frequently asked questions that came up when I did this in the live round and that were not necessarily directly related to hypertension, diabetes, or CKD, but they were like, okay, like, um, for example, one of the questions that I got was like, where did you get that piece of information? Like, is that evidence-based? Because like, <laughs> I have to say, like, as a new grad myself, I was like, first of all, obsessed with giving excellent care to my patients, right? I really want to be a fantastic nurse practitioner. I really do. And I still do. Um, and I just had so much anxiety about how much I didn't know. And so I, I could be a little bit intense with like, 
tell me, tell me your information and where you got it from. I could, you know, so I embrace that. I embrace that question. Um, and it led me to like, remember that I needed to talk about how guidelines work. First of all, there's evidence-based resources, of course, right? There's prescribing information like an up-to-date or Hippocrates or whatever. That's like the pharmacology specific stuff. And then there's um, the guidelines that are like, we recommend that you just do this, right? Because blah, 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 blah. But then there were other things in the course in, in our real lives that are not related to like that are not in the guidelines because that's how guidelines work, right? And so this is a little spoiler alert. I mean, it's not really a spoiler alert, but if you join us, you'll see it in the welcome module. But I talk about that specifically of like, here's how guidelines work. If you didn't really get into that in school or if you like just as a refresher too, like guidelines really just look at big studies. And then they say like, what can we absolutely say confidently that is true? And then there's a million other decisions you need to make in clinical practice that are not touched by the guidelines. So anyway, so that's, that's the rationale for the welcome video. And there's a little welcome quiz that like, you have to answer some questions to make sure that you like understood what I talked about. And then you get access to any module at any time. So that's, that's the only, that's the only stop gap, but um, that's just for making sure everyone's on the same page. Uh, can we have cheat sheets to use in the course? Yeah. Yeah. So there are cheat sheets inside the course. So yeah, whenever you go through the modules, um, there's a whole, uh, a whole lesson that has all the downloads and they're again, like done in the exact same way. So it's like, here are the guidelines, here are the algorithms, here are the med sheets, here are the cheat sheets, and you just download those and, and then print them out if you want, or keep a digital copy. And there's also slides, of course. Um, and so people, some people like to take notes along, they like to print stuff out, some people like to keep a digital copy. Um, we do recommend a digital copy if you can, because there's actually um, 400 slides, over 400 slides, I basically wrote a dissertation, so <laughs> there's a lot. But um, if you're a printer, go for it, go for it. Um, but yeah, um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I guess another thing I can add, what else can I add? Um, um, so Brianna is our, is like my number two clinician, um, in real world NP. And so she is our point person inside the course. And so, um, she's the number one mentor. So, um, when you have questions about the content, you can, um, ask questions below the modules in the content section, uh, a comment section rather. And so she's the main point person in there. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then, like I said, we can have that live call with Brianna and I, and then Megan and I, and then to be continued. Um, I just want to stuff all the things in all the time. So we'll keep it at that. Um, so yeah, so this is a, this, so Cherish, so this is actually um, a course. So this is a course, this is not going to be on the channel. Um, and so if you want to sign up for the course, it has continuing education, um, if you would like. But, um, but yeah, otherwise, um, if you choose, like, no pressure for anybody anytime. We really just make this stuff to try to help people, right? And so it's just too much. It's 10 hours. It's over 10 hours of information. So it's just not appropriate for it to be on the channel. Um, and so that's why it's inside of a course and it's accredited and all that stuff. And um, if you decide to take the DIY route, that's totally cool too, right? We have a smattering of, of stuff on the channel about diabetes, about hypertension, about chronic care, about CKD, about lab interpretation. Like we have a whole bunch of stuff there. It's just when you have a course, it's all kind of like contained, it's there, it's consistently updated, it's um, it's got all those extra resources in there. So um, so that's the rationale, that's the rationale for that. So Jessica, oh, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, we would love to have you inside. And you know, the other thing is too, is that because we, um, 
update stuff, we really do want feedback from people. Like I really, I really just want us to make awesome stuff. Like what is it that people want? What is it they're struggling with? How can I do my very best to make sure that we make that thing? Um, and, and it's, it really like hurts me to like not include all of the complex cardiology stuff of like all the things, but I was like, that's like another course in and of itself. It's like almost like maybe a mini course, but I also like overestimate what I can do in a certain time. So, um, but yeah, so it really, it does have all the main stuff If someone comes in with hypertension, one, two, three, four, they're resistant hypertension, hypertensive urgency. What medicines can you choose now that they have all these like problems with this particular agent or like what things to watch out for, what to monitor, what labs to order, things like that. Um, so then, and then, you know, we do add the heart failure and CAD and, um, what's the other one, another heart one, but, um, but yeah, but yeah, if you want to sign up for the course, um, should have copied the link, but it's realworldnp.com slash courses. Maybe I'll put it in here. And um, it's not going away. Um, if it's now is not the time for you, that's totally cool. Um, but it's not the time for you. That's totally fine. Um, it's not going away. It's just the opportunity to do the live um, calls. That deadline is Friday, just to make sure that we can prepare for those calls the coming the following week. Um, we will record them and they will be uploaded to the modules. But if you'd like to join us, it would be super fun. Um, what other questions? So some other FAQs. This is adults only. Um, I do address the question about um, safe choices for um, childbearing age um, for patients with reproductive um, or, or uterus and reproductive uh, age. But um, adults only, we don't talk about pediatrics, and um, it's only for primary care, only outpatient. People have asked me about ER, and they've talked about urgent care too. And my answer for that specifically is that um, it really depends on the scope of your practice. So I have friends that have worked in the ER setting and they work in like what's called fast track. At least that's the culture of their hospital. And it's kind of like urgent care of outpatient setting. It's not like trauma. It's not in admitted patients, things like that, or EDOBs maybe. If you need to understand the foundations of how it's managed in primary care, perfect, right? If you're in urgent care and you keep seeing patients over and over again because they don't have a primary care provider and you're like, oh gosh, I'm really uncomfortable with this hypertensive urgency. Or I'm really uncomfortable with um, what are the core principles of management? What meds should we add, get rid of, things like that? What should we be monitoring? Like that would be great, right? But again, it just doesn't get to that place of once they have suspected HHS and DKA, hyperosmolar hyperglycemic syndrome and diabetic ketoacidosis, like here's what we do to assess that and a uh, determine if it's safe for primary care. But then from there, um, it's not like, okay, now you're going to give IV fluids and <laughs> check their potassium and right. Like the, all the hospital stuff, we're not doing that. Right. Um, that's not my thing. Um, does the course go into diabetic foot ulcer management? I've been seeing so many diabetic foot ulcer, um, foot ulcers in my clinicals. Unfortunately, it does not. It does not. So that's a great question. Um, we do talk about like standards of care of like when to assess for things, but unfortunately not. But that's a great topic. Oh man, I had I had one that was um, whew, yeah, one of my one of my earliest patients um, who had diabetes uh, had a foot infection, um, and had a lot had neuropathy, and then on top of that had. Um, stubbed his toe 
and didn't really have much feeling. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And he took off his sock and it was like his whole foot. He had, um, um, he had white skin and he had this, um, his foot was like enormous. It was like so swollen, so bright red, so hot. And it had like a very potent odor. And I was like, <laughs> just like, I just, I just was like a little bit lost with my boss. I was like, am I supposed to treat this or is this an ER? And she was like, and he ended up having osteomyelitis um, and a foot amputation. So that was good that we sent him to the ER. But no, we, we don't cover that in the course, unfortunately. Uh, but a good topic. Um, if you do have the lab course already, um, well, two things. Okay, two things. So it's not, it's, it's the tech on the back end is a little tricky sometimes. So if you have the lab course already, or you have the diabetes course already. Basically, if you, sorry, the diabetes hypertension CKD course, I wish there was a shorter name inside internally. We call it the chronic care course. I didn't know if that would like translate well from, from the team to the real world. But um, anyway, the two courses, if you purchase them together, you can save $100. There's a little bit of overlap with the renal lab module. Um, and I just feel like I really like to do like fun stuff. And so I felt like that would be cool to be able to combine the two with a slight overlap of content, like a very small amount, but it's enough to be like, let's, let's do a little discount here. So we don't really do discounts as a, as a policy, as a company, we're still a really small company with like employees and stuff. And that's like a lot to, it's just a lot. It's a lot of things. So we try to like have the same price all the time, but that is an opportunity if that's a good match for you to, to bundle them both together. And so the way that you do that is on, if you decide to sign up, when you check out, it will prompt you to say, oh, would you like to also add this one on and save a hundred dollars? And that would be rad. Um, if you would like to do that, just kind of hanging casual chat. Um, I think I might wrap up if there's no other questions. Um, I will um, have this. This is recorded. It will be in the modules. I'm sorry, in the email tomorrow if you um, want to access it. I think I'll leave it on the channel too as a public video. And then, um, yeah, let us know. Let us know if you have any questions. You can just send us an email at support at realworldmp.com and I'll get to um, my team member, Leslie and Andrea and team members, both of them. And, um, yeah, you're very welcome, Trisha. So let us know what questions you have and we would love to see you and there's no rush. And, um, you know, just let us know if you have any questions though, because I do want to make sure that it feels really good, uh, for you and it feels like it's, it is what you need. So cool. All right. I hope you all have a good night. Thanks for hanging. I hope that episode was helpful for you. If now's the time, if that sounds exciting, if you feel like you're ready, definitely come uh, join us over at realworldnp.com slash courses. If now is not the time, totally cool. It will be there. Um, so just check it out when you're ready. So um, thank you so much for listening and hanging out and I'll talk to you soon.